How did you know that? I've been reading about you. Oh, where? In a fire. Who do you work for? I'm in the art world. Lila? Mm-mm. Gallery owner? No, it's closer to insurance. I'm covered. Not for this. The painting. The Monet. You don't think they'd simply cut a check for a hundred million dollars, do you? So you... Get them things. When there's this much money involved, it usually means I get them someone's head. And whose head are you after? Yours. Good evening, Mr. Crown. Welcome to the Jeans Bond Complex. My name is Matt. Hi, I'm Edgar. We're a James Bond podcast that covers the entire James Bond phenomenon from the original Fleming material to the films and everything in between. <laughs> Just to the films? <laughs> from the films? No, from the f- we cover from Fleming to film and everything in between. And this is an in-between. This doesn't star James Bond, but it stars a James Bond actor. Mm. Uh, it is uh, 1999's remake of the Thomas, Thomas Crown Affair. I want you to talk about women. Oh, I enjoy women. A woman could trust me, as long as her interest didn't run too contrary to my own. This painting is worth a hundred million bucks. They shut off the air to drive out the tourists. Then they close the gates to keep everybody out. Diversion. Make a lot of noise over there. So over here in this room, you can take a hundred million off the wall and waltz right out the front door. Oh, that's good. Oh, yes. Which I've never seen the original, but you have. I have, but it was a few years ago, and it's an, it's an interesting movie. I do like... Steve McQueen quite a bit. I've always been a big fan of his. He's a good actor and he's good in it. But it's 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 a little fluffy. It's not that um I don't for some reason I think I was expecting more from it. Uh it it's okay. It's fine. It does it does a lot of um multiple images. It's almost look, tries to look like a comic book at times. Oh, really? so it's it's fine. It's 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 all right. You know what? I'll have to do a dive in uh, is uh is oeuvre because uh, I I think I've seen parts of Bullet. I never finished it. I didn't have uh, I, I was doing something else. I was not really paying attention to it. I was like, "Oh, that's interesting," but you know, I never I, I and there's a big cult around this actor for some reason. The Getaway is a lot of fun. I do like The Getaway. Cincinnati Kid, good movie. I think I might have tried to watch that one. Isn't it about poker? Yeah. I think I did. Edward G. Robinson. Okay, that's it's been years, but I think I tried and I was like, eh, this is boring. But I mean, I might taste of refined sense, so I'll have to give it a second go. But there is a cult around this actor, and Sean, they, they've remade one of his movies. It's it's always like... Uh, well, he, he shows up in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was played by Damien Lewis, I think. Thank you. I haven't seen that movie. Mm. How averse the spoilers are you? Huh? How averse the spoilers are you? 
I'm not aware of anything. So no, sorry. Well, we'll keep it keep it to yourself for now. Um, <laughs> and by the time this comes out, this is gonna be like a month since the movie's been released. So uh, more people have probably seen it. Uh, so yeah, I know that there's a cult around it, which I don't uh, necessarily understand, but. Uh, this movie came out in 1999. Uh, it's, it came out the summer before The World Is Not Enough. Yeah, actually, that was the one thing I wanted to do before we hit record today, but I, I f totally forgot, knowing that it's a 1999 movie and that, that autumn we all saw The World Is Not Enough. I was like, I wanted this come out oh, so it was summer, a summer movie like uh early august they had a pr it's premiere in late july probably like around right now in 1999 i think it's july 27th that got its premiere and it uh officially released uh, august 6th so mm. something like that those were the good old days when you can release a thomas crown affair in the middle of the summer and it's a summer movie for yeah, i know like what is there's no tights there is no cape there is no major explosion it's it's almost a trailer at times but it's more like it's a drama it's a bit of a romance yeah it's like a romance it feels weird that we're covering that now uh, i do have to mention <laughs> as uh, accidentally because we both agreed that we were doing the thomas crown affair and oh god this for, for <laughs> yeah this I'm, I'm telling this story for some reason uh one of the co-hosts uh got confused and didn't watch the proper film um, that goes being me. I uh, and if you look at them, look at the poster. That it's actually I don't know if it's the theatrical poster, but the one uh, on digital platform. If you want to buy either the Thomas Crown Affair or the movie that I ended up watching, probably will discuss eventually. But I watched the Taylor of Panama. They are more or less the same poster. It's funny yeah but you said you had seen the thomas crown affair i'd though. seen but in I, 1999 I, I think when i would have gotten to the scene where he's gay dancing with jeffrey rush i'm like <laughs> i don't think i'm watching the right movie i no, but in my mind i convinced myself that's the movie we agreed on but i'm like when you texted me this morning oh fraggle rock i didn't mm. watch the proper film so i immediately text, okay i'm starting to watch the movie right now uh he had something planned this evening it got canceled so it made me give me enough time yeah. w w with digital means to start the movie talk take a shower uh, watch the movie in transit in the metro uh, on my bus and make it here and having seen the movie and i even did a little bit of googling to get more a little bit more nuggets of information such as the release date. I even know the budget. It's around forty-eight millions. Nineteen ninety-nine. That's that's good money. That's good money. Good and money. ended up globally, because um, national, inter, state-wise, around it made around I think sixty million. So, uh, but internationally, it made one hundred twenty-five million, oh, which wow. it it made it made the profit. It made money. Yeah. It made money. Oh, okay, but Rene Russo and Pierce Brosnan, they were all the rage back then. Brosnan because he was Bond, and Russo because she was still on her career high. She's not writing hasn't been writing that high for 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 a little while now well, but back in the 90s she was she doesn't she, do as many movies as she is she thor's mom yeah she's thor's she's mom, mom yeah. and uh but in uh, that in the mid 90s she 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 made a lot of movies yeah. uh, and like big budget pictures she did a few movies with mal gibson i think her big break was actually leap lethal weapon 3 Mm. Um, uh, after that, I mean, their career like went on, and it's only I think since around the 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 first tour that she doesn't do as many movies as she used to. But in the '90s, she was 
she was big. She was a big time actress. There's another very interesting actress that shows up immediately at the start of the movie, and I, because I'd never seen the movie, I didn't know she was in it. Faye Dunaway is oh, in this. Yeah, isn't she in the original? She is in the original. She's the love interest in the original. That's, She's that's, the one hunting down Thomas Crown in the original movie. Yeah, that's. I, I've read the wiki page, so I kind of knew, but yeah, that for probably people who've seen the original, it must have been weird for me. I'm just like, oh, it's Faye Dunaway. But she's, funny she has she sort of plays the shrink mm. and she sort of pops in and out of the movie at times when he he comes and the, her scenes are really are shot very differently than any like they're very dark and the the, the there's a softness to the uh uh, glow every uh, the, no. both her and Brosnan kind of have this glow. It's it's kind of weird, but I, it looks it, cool well, in, like in a good sense. It's yeah. it's just it's unusual. You see, it it feels by design. They've they're sort of she sort of um, is conscious at times. I feel like or they they feel like they're they're out of the movie and sort of referencing the movie as it, if it, it's not something they're actually involved. It's uh, it's a little bit bizarre, but I kind of dig it. Well, they are commenting on the story yeah. of the movie, which sort of gives the impression that they're commenting on the movie itself. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Funnily enough, it's our second outside-the-box movie review. It's also our second John McTiernan. <laughs> yeah, it's a, and I, I it, it immediately... I, I love this movie. The way it's shot, the way it looks. You get lens first, but you don't get... Uh, an overabundance of Lance Ferrer, like in the J.J. Abrams movie, where it's like when you see the making of their people off screen, like shining lights in the lens just to create fake Lance Flair. It's, it's, I love his, yeah. he, he makes good looking pictures. And yeah. like I said, it's really well shot. I wouldn't mind him directing a Bond movie. I, he's a good, I don't know how much he has left in the tank, uh, but but he's a good director. He's, you know, he's a talented, like... That whole talented. heyday from the late 80s. I right think that's the movie where it stopped. Because after, after that, it's Rollerball, and that's the movie that broke him. That's the movie he got a, he got in trouble for, it, mm. where he, he was uh, hiring a uh, d- 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 private detective to spy on the producers. That's the movie that got him in, eventually in jail, because he lied about hiring the, mm. that and got him in trouble with the FBI. But, I mean, the man is talent, still talented and he might not be the most professional, but he's got talents, you know? And you know what? If you like money, if you love people that are talented, just freaking iron John McTiernan. Like, I generally would want to see more. And he hasn't, direct, I don't think he has directed a major motion picture since Rollerball. I don't think so. And he's cutting, there's, well, he, I mean, that's a, there's the editor, there's the cinematographer, a lot of people doing work here, but the first 15 minutes of this movie, you have the shrink sequence between Faye Dunaway, I don't remember what her character's name is, Faye Dunaway and Thomas Crown. Mm-hmm. You have Thomas Crown at the office, actually you have Thomas Crown at the Met, then at the yeah. office, and you also have these, at the moment, unknown thieves that are plotting to steal something from so there are three things being intercut <laughs> during these first fifty. Like, that's really difficult to do, and it works. That's the thing; it, it works. It's co- it's cohesive. It, you understand what's going on. It's the most dynamic sequence of the entire picture, and after that, there's honestly, I'll, 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 it's not it's not the movie that the trailer promises. When you watch the trailer, I invite every listener to even you, when you have the time to watch it, the trailer makes it look like it's much more action oriented, much more thrilling. And it's rapid cut, rapid cut, rapid cut. Okay. And it, this is 
more like a drama. The uh, the imprinting sequence is exciting. It's a romance. I'll say that I know you haven't seen the original, but they are alike insofar as they're both romance movies. Mm. The seduction movie. Who's playing who? It's an affair. It's, who in, can it's, you a, trust? it's in the title. Yeah. And and who's playing who is are they really falling in love together? Is only one of them really falling in love with the other? Are neither of them really falling in love? And they really are just playing each other. Like both movies are very much alike in that respect. Um, so pace wise, the the original and the remake are are similar. I would say, mm. uh, although in the original, I I don't I think he's a little bit down on his. Like, there's a reason why he has to do the job he's doing. Whereas in this film, it's just because he's bored. I'm good at it. I like it. And and he's bored. uh, Yeah. And I, that's, Which I like it. I like that. That's something actually I read on, uh, online is that, uh, initially they, they plan to make it a a robbery movie, like actually like him being a bank robber and it's, no, no, no. People are, people, film lovers, people that go see movies, they're going to despise him. He's just, like shooting and stealing money, so the idea of the arty iced comes from uh, McTiernan, and it's a bit of a strange comment to I, make. I kind of no, no. When you watch, is honestly over dired is it has that element. No, but to say people don't like that, has he ever feel, seen a film noir? And I just yeah, I know, but for, to say, for, but for the the type of movie, uh, when your lead character, st- let's say he steals a bank in 1999 just because he's bored. It's a little bit more despicable than you know. I'm a. I love art. I'm a really passionate about it. I'm just gonna steal that painting. Mm. It's a little bit, a little more. It's more tolerable, I guess. Morally, it's like it's not mm. killing people. Even at the end, uh, the Dennis Leary character is like, yeah, I don't really care about. Yeah, art. I do like that moment. Yeah, I, do I do like that moment. I it, like that it, character. It, does, it reveals a lot about that character in that moment. Not that we haven't gotten to know him throughout the film we we have known him a little bit but that's sort of the it's it's the the icing on the sunday says a boucle too it's like he's he doesn't he say something like you know i i've busted people that killed their wives oh, I, I think killed he the says rapists. that like the this. last case he he had before that was something about like somebody killing somebody like a, a brutal murder yeah, thing and he's like this guy likes to steal fancy paintings like whatever i, I don't care no. He's like, yeah, I don't care, and it's kind, it's kind of, yeah, and a lot. It's only because some, some, someone lost a lot of money because that painting is worth a hundred million dollars. So that's the main reason why uh, Rene Russo gets involved in the, exactly. in the story. Line. I made no plot synopsis. I the, the the I do them for the Bond films because we know them so well that I can play with them. Or if it's a movie, either I haven't seen in a while, like Red October, or I've never seen at all, like this movie. Like I don't. I, I need to know the movie inside out, but generally speaking, Thomas Crown is a stockbroker in New York City. We're in New York. We're in yeah. Manhattan, and he's a patron of the arts. Also, we found out throughout the movie. Uh, yes, uh, so he, he 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 lends things to the to to the Met, and he uh, very successful, very very successful, and he through the help of people that I think he double crossed he he steals a very famous painting uh, from the Met and Rene Russo whose name escapes me Catherine's Bannings I think Catherine Banging really Bannings <laughs> it's Catherine that, that I remember Catherine Bangs so uh, it's not Bangs so, C- so CB 
shows up, and she's basically the. I love head. her introduction. I, I it is the sexiest like character introduction that I've seen in quite a while. Mm. We just see her leg. The camera goes up, and you see that she's wearing a, a porte jartel, and just mm. goes up, and just like, and she's wearing glasses, and she looks. I wouldn't say aggro, but she looks like ugh, I, like she looks tired and a little bit mm. pissed off because she jet find, lagged yeah she found out she's jet lagged she she lives in london she yeah. she came here because of uh the insurance of the for the exactly. painting exactly and she reportedly is gonna get like a she gets very very nice cuts from her finds from mm-hmm. her retrievals so she she clearly is probably living a decent life i mean london is not a cheap city to begin with so uh yeah she she probably lives a nice life but not as nice as Thomas Crown's life, who's uh, just so stinking, he's filthy rich. This person, it's unbelievable. He's got a but <laughs> living but <coughs> live at home butler. Mm. Seriously, excuse me, I had to swallow. Oh, it's a hard one to swallow. But uh, yeah, he has a living at home butler that um, feeds him, cleans his house, whatever. Um, and let me just say this. Um, Watching, I mean, we love Pierce here at at the complex. We, we love him more than anything because he he's James Bond and he was a wonderful James Bond. And I always have, still do, and always will love his James Bond. But it is really fun. I find a particular pleasure in seeing other Pierce Brosnan roles. And now this one, he's not super different from James Bond, but nineties Brosnan. Young but not too young, a little bit older but not too old, in shape, well dressed, and just like he's so cool, he's so smart, he's so sophisticated, he's, he's so con- it's like he's this man was the shit. <laughs> he's the p- living personification of suaveness. Yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta, uh, I don't know the the details of his bond contract but he couldn't apparently wear a tuxedo in other movies like that was in this I've co- heard bond. none of that that's why Daniel Craig you never see him wear a tux in other ones well, he doesn't do that many other movies yeah. but but um, they he got around because he wears one but he's wearing the color open and he's not not wearing a yeah. black yeah. bow tie he's got a white bow tie mm-hmm. and I was like that really amused me mm-hmm. I'm like it's James uh, it's not James Bond he's not wearing a black uh, I don't think he is. I don't think he has a tie. No, he, he has a bow tie, but it's open and it's oh, white. Yeah, yeah. I really paid attention to mm-hmm. that because I knew, I, I knew, but I didn't remember all the details from that movie. I've seen that movie like 20, literally 20 years ago, so I'm like, some of the details were a little bit fuzzy in my mind, that one, that being one of them. Um, there's also another character, which honestly, it's only at the end, and it's been 20 years, and I'm like, oh, oh I forgot, because um, he still is a painting, and eventually, the character of uh, uh, Cat- Catherine, the character played by Rene Russo, uh, eventually sneaks into his home, and she finds what she assumes <laughs> yeah. is the, the the painting. So they that's a good scene. It's a great great scene. So they bring it to uh, the the lab. They X-ray it, and they find out it's a fake. And underneath the painting, there's actually uh, it's 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 a, it's a dogs uh, playing poker. Yeah, it's a, it's another painting, like about probably a reproduction. So they get they get they get pissed off and uh throughout the movie you find out that um they the, somebody paint that repaint repainted the original painting and they you find out that it is the daughter of uh someone that went to jail that 
Brosnan's Thomas Crown new. Mm. Um, now she's fully grown, but she she did that painting. She's she's a art, um, not an art thief, but somebody who, fa who makes I don't know what to call reproduction it. fake like, uh, like fake reproductions of famous art pieces. So she she's the one who painted that. And throughout the movie, you see that uh, that that character float around always with Brosnan. She's this young, pretty blonde chick. Yeah, no, her she 20s. looks like amazing. Oh, she's probably a socialite. She's a model. Thomas Crown is boning her behind uh, CB's back, and CB. That's why. She, that's why Catherine is continuously flustered with him. A, she can't. She can't snatch him for her job, and B, she's getting the impression that she can't snatch him for her either because of this blonde hot throb and and we find out you know. at the end that no she, she, she he, he's her guardian he took care of her it's true. when we don't see them kiss or anything exactly. it's like it's it's every time we see they're at the club to well, not club they're, they're at a ball together they're at a party together they, they dance together but there's like uh, and you find out she's in his bedroom they're preparing their luggage together like <laughs> Whoop! There goes the rug. You know, it's no, it's it's. Uh, I it's didn't a, like that. Yeah. It's a it's a fun twist. I f I had completely forgotten about it, and then even that character. I'm like, why is she in that movie? I'm like, oh, now I'm oh that oh that is that's the, good. It's a good twist. Like I I kind of like the, this and movie. It also makes it reinforces. Not only is it a fun twist, because uh, Catherine, spoilers, they end up together. <laughs> Twenty year old movie remake of a fifty year old movie. Um, they end up together, but so not only does it does it you know reassure us that oh Catherine still has a chance, it reinforces the fact that Thomas Crown's really not bit that big of an asshole. Yeah, he's actually quite nice. He's he's doing this weird thing on the side because it for shits and giggles, but he's not a bad guy. No, he's not. That's the thing. I th and I I think making it about art an art thief thievery makes him more relatable, more like engaging as a character because it's not Am amusingly eccentric exactly that's it, it, it it's kind of cute i love the, the entire thief of the, the original painting is kind of amuses me though there's one detail i don't know if you picked up on it even the first time i saw it in 1990 i was like that that's that's not right because when he takes the painting he uh, he has this like custom-made like, special briefcase he puts it in in the briefcase And the the briefcase is kind of like a normal briefcase, and he flick he flicks it open, which yeah. means he broke the canvas and destroyed. Yeah, the Yeah, I didn't understand that, and the cut is really fast because I think it's almost like McTiernan saying, "Don't paint into that." That's that's <laughs> probably <laughs> why, because you're not supposed to to, to think about that. But, but I, each I, time I, yeah. I saw it, I'm like, "Oh, it's kind of a little weird." Doesn't ruin the movie, but I'm like, "Yeah, that's." so this time I really paid attention because I remember from my original viewing for 20 years that it irked me it doesn't ruin the movie but it's like uh, that's physically impossible and the, those four uh, eastern uh, European <sighs> bastards those poor bastards like man do they ever do a lot of work in that opening sequence that's that the, is the a, Ponzi's that is a difficult difficult heist yeah. you're not just stealing from anyone you're stealing from the Met and the, isn't it the MoMA oh is it the MoMA I think it's a Metro. Hey, do you think it's a MoMA? Is Could it a Met? Be. I don't remember. That's the one we went, didn't go to. We got, uh, went to well, the National. Went to Natural History, yeah. yeah. That, and that's one of the things. It is a really great New York picture. It is. I forgot about that. And it's, and it's precisely pre 9 11. 
because it's it, it, the two towers are still still there. It, it, it reminds me when I went because I went in 1998. I went a year before this movie was released. I prob I were I was probably around when this movie was being made, somewhere in New York City. Blah blah blah. blah. But it's just great. You see all these landmarks, all these great city shoots, sh shots of the city. You can s almost see the little dirty little crud on the some of the <laughs> sidewalk, which is pure New Yorkness. Like mm. I, you can spot a movie that's been shot e in New York where even before going there, which is easy to say because I only went there like a couple months ago. But even before going to New York, I always had a thing for good New York movies. Having been there, it's even more fun. Yeah, next time I need to to, to go to that museum. Like I wish we had the time to actually go because it, it was on my super loop, super map. It would the, the that I would have to need to go back. But I think it it's either the MoMA or the Met. I don't remember, but it's on my map. It's well, a, it certainly won't be the last time I'm going to New York. Yeah. That's for sure. It's a great city. It's great, a, great city. Loved it. I absolutely loved it. And you had the best guide. I had a great guide. I had a wonderful <laughs> guide. No, I had a, a great guide, but. Now that, that that picture also, I mean, there's some, there's not that much action, but uh, Brosnan did the uh, what's it, catamaran? He did it on the, like it's actually him doing the catamaran. That's the, the catamaran. Like, what's uh, the boat that you kind of like? Oh, that thing. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, I love. Oh, that's great cinematography right there. It, this, they don't make movies like that anymore, do they? Where it's just like just, just give me. A romantic drama. It's not. It's not even a thriller. Give me a romantic drama with today's leading stars in a big city: New York, San Francisco, Rome, Paris, and just have have the tension there. You know, have them play off one another. It's, it know? is just. A, it it is actually a movie. It's not. A roller coaster ride where like uh, somebody's trying to. Uh, the fun is art is. Because we don't really know until the end. Certainly with Thomas Crown, we don't know until the end. Like, are they just playing on mm -hmm. each other? Are they falling in love? Is only one of them falling in love and not, and the other one's still playing? We don't really know until the end. It, it gets a little bit more obvious for Catherine after a while. Mm -hmm. But really, until the end of the movie, you don't know what Thomas Crown Thomas is Crown, doing. You, you're... You, you never know who's uh, if they're really falling in love or yeah. They're just that's the fun. That's the roller coaster. And I, th I think and they that's don't make those movies anymore. The chase that the thrill bold, of the chase. Both yeah. character are like I know physically and intellectually enjoying the the, the sparing because I mean there's a like she did she was in her like early 40s if i'm not mistaken when she did a movie and oh my god she's showing her breast um like there were there was some i wouldn't say controversy but okay. it was part of marketing that she was nude in the movie okay and both of them are, are like more or less like nude in the movie you see pierce brosnan butt if you want if that Great gets butt. you off Great. yeah oh, oh both of them are oh yeah fit as f when they when they go to what do they reveal where that what island they're on? Uh, they I, really it's in Mar it. it's in the Martinique. I, huh. I I googled and it's the the house of the first families that uh, mm. lived there. So that's that's what I got of it. I googled it, but I didn't get that much information. I know the card that he drives is one of McTiernan's uh, personal card that he um, Schwarzenegger was supposed to use for Last Action Hero, but he ended ended up going for a different car. Huh. But that's actually a card that was meant for mm. um, the Last Action Hero. 
Want to see it? No. Sure? You think I believe you'd leave your hard stolen painting lying around a Caribbean hut? What if I did? And that you'd tell me? Well, what if I trust you? You know you can't. You don't believe it's possible that you could ever trust me, do you? You know how likely I think that is? Copy. We'll never know, will we? Okay, I give up! <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> I think I'll get that bottle. Oh, yeah, that would be good. <laughs> oh, you're not boring. I'll give you that. The point I was getting at, you, you see, we get a lot of shirtless Brosnan during yeah. that sequence. They're in the tropics, and it's obviously high up, and it's very nice and warm. And, and also, she's topless for... You oh, don't, she, yeah. You don't see... Her topless all the time. She's only like fully nude in one sequence, but she's. These are people. The, this is a man and a woman in their mid to late forties that still look like really, really good. It's not, you know, and it's true. It's not exactly what you. We live in a funny time with movies. Uh, the stars have to be super buff. They have to be. You know, really, they you know they got to go to the gym six days a week, ten hours each day, three months before the shoot starts, five months before the shoot starts, and you know they look great. Don't me wrong, they look great, but I feel that's today. Back in the nineteen nineties, you watch this movie and Rene Rousseau and and shortly Spears Brosnan, they're in their mid to late forties and. Do they look super duper incredibly buff? No, but I'm like, damn, these two people look really good. Like, if I can look like that in my late yeah. 40s, I'm a happy man. They, I'm good. They you took know. care of their body, but they didn't, you know, they. I mean, uh, Rene Russo's. Uh, today, mm. actors have to be, uh, I wouldn't say the bodybuilders. I mean, freaking Captain America, he's not the shape of a, like, he's the shape of a body Yeah, he's bodybuilder. not a normal, that's not a normal human being. That's the. By which I mean, your ordinary Tom, Dick, and Jane's not going to look like. When you, to look like Captain America, you have to eat an exorbitant amount of protein, go to the gym for eight hours, seven days a week, and I'm not talking. We're not talking treadmill here. We're talking, you know, the 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 the, the fifty, the sixty, the seventy-five pounds on both. It's like, yeah, but normal I, people don't do. I that. don't think Chris Evans has uh, ate a hamburger in the past fifteen years. Probably not, you know, too much bread or whatever. Too you know, much carbs. Like, he probably eats chicken and vegetable. That's all. 
It's uh, but normal people don't. Do, I'm not saying Chris Evans Brosnan? doesn't look amazing. Yeah, sure. He he for what he's has to do. Of course, he looks amazing, but normal people don't look like that. Brosnan and, you know? and Russo look fit, but not normal fit. Yeah, normal. Like I could they actually will. get in that shape. Yeah, I'm, they, that's what I'm aiming for. They probably actually. go for a couple runs a week. They probably do a few little push-ups here and there, and they watch what they eat a little bit. And they there now they're almost they're pushing fifty, and they look really good. They still look great. You know, twenty years later, they still look. You know, they they I've googled that, but apparently until like. 2014 there was still talk of making a sequel to that movie really yeah which i'm like first off i don't think this movie it it feels safe self-contained i don't want to see the further adventures of thomas i don't think like it's not james bond it's not character but i uh, even in 2014 apparently there was thomas crown and the lioness something i I, I googled it i'm like did not hear about that yeah, I don't think that's ever going to happen. I think McTiernan, honestly, if, if he has, apparently he has a script, apparently he has a script, but if oh, the yeah. script is great and I uh, would actually rewrite it so you take all the Thomas Crown-ness of it and just make it another iced movie with two people falling in love and just make it maybe part of the same cinematic universe if you want something like that or just make it... <laughs> Similar the Thomas Crown cinematic universe. Yeah, the, the, it's the it's kind of like the the Born Legacy, the the Crown Legacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think they did. Thomas Crown's brother, sister. <laughs> oh, oh, transgender brother. No, why not? It's the twenty <laughs> first century after all. Um. So yeah. Uh, Dennis Leary. We got some oh, little bit of Dennis Leary in here. He's not like that. You always feel like he's complaining in the, in the the few movies he makes he's always being a sort of a he, he's black be- cloud somehow. yeah well he's better here than he is as the cop in the spider-man oh, movie God. he's i was not annoying. gonna bring that up but yeah he's a horrible in those movies well those movies are not very good too. i only saw one of the two but which one well the first one okay you saw the better one Ugh. <laughs> I didn't like the I didn't like it very much. The the, the, the one with Jimmy uh, Jimmy Fox is a nightmare. It's oh, so bad. I've heard bad things, but I know he I remember he played a cop in in the first one yeah. of that. So it made me think of that for some reason. Uh, like since in New York, he's he's a New York guy. I mean, he, and that's actually good casting cuz he fits the movie and he's not he's if you feel that in a diff, different with a different director or writer uh, that character would have been more like oh, like an idiot or somebody that at the end would have been uh, subject of uh, laughter, ridicule, yeah. ridicule, or he would have been a bigger a hole or, or a buff, uh, like a buffing, bu- buffing idiot, buff, buffing, buffing. Oh, buffet? Are you hungry? You want <laughs> no. me to cook something? No, I'm alright. Uh, like a buffoon, a buffon, buffon, uh, a buffon. I'll say it in a French. buffoon. Uh, that word, whatever. Uh, I'm cutting this. <laughs> a buffin. A buffin. A muffin. <laughs> a buffon idiot. Right. Possibly. Possibly. And the, that movie, the last scene he has with Randy Russo, it's kind of sweet in a way because he, he, he kind of confines that like he really does. Like we'd mentioned previously like in this recording already, mm. but he, she kisses him goodbye because I... I I don't know why. Was there like any romance between those two? Oh, she's he's definitely trying to get in bed with her. Oh, really? He did not get that vibe. Wow. Okay. I find him attracted, but to her. But I mean, she, she's Bernie Russo. She's in her forties. But I mean, I, 
I think he sees that like he that his chances are from zero to none. Oh, when Thomas shows up, yeah. no kidding. Exactly. So and even like he, which is probably what makes him a little bit more frustrated as the movie goes along. Not only not only is Catherine not at all playing by the rules, uh, she's obviously flirting with and uh, she's interfencing inter- uh, inter- in the um, did I say that right again? She's messing. Like, she's messing with the the investigation uh, by sleeping with them or stealing his is painting from his home and that's i think that's what pisses him off because she's not being professional at all (laughs) it's a black and white ball i'm sorry i wasn't invited anyway you left yourself wide open you're all flushed how many people in forge monet five maybe six come now i'm sure i can't be arrested for a joke Oh, but this was a little too good. I think you're just inches away. I am inches away. You think I'm just going to pick up crumbs you lay out? I can smell blood on my own. <laughs> you smug son of a... And I have to talk about their the love scene between Brosnan and the Rennie Russell because it amused me because <laughs> they're the first time you see him fornicating they're in the, the entrance of his little on the marble house, floor on the marble floor that thing cold I'm like cold, yeah. it's, it's like oh and then you become sweaty and it's the movie I think takes place in September because the kids are still in school. Um, l- Don't they say it's like abnormally hot for an October day? I may have misunderstood. Yeah, it. but well, it's it's autumn. I feel like yeah. I was going to say September because they're wearing coats. As the story goes along, they're wearing like yeah. light coats, so it's not the summer, but it's strangely the, hot or something. And the movie takes place uh, in uh, uh, yeah, in the, it's it's not like just. It's a couple of days, maybe a week, more than maybe a month. It's never clear the timeline because mm. he goes on multiple excursions with Randy Russo's character. Well, there's the scene where they celebrate Halloween, then then Hanukkah, <laughs> then New Year's. So I think it's like over five years or something. <laughs> five like that. years later, they're still still investigating this guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, probably a week. Give it a couple of weeks, maybe. A couple of weeks, I think. Um, like the, he makes multiple like because he's carrying a uh, one during one of those trips he is carrying a, a painting and he, he makes multiple illusions that it's the painting that they're actually <laughs> looking for yeah. they're and she's they have multiple re- good repartee but he's like you know i'm gonna get you but right now she's sort of enjoying oh absolutely the luxury and being with his company she she they both of them are kind of bored with their lives because it's mentioned that she um, sleeps around with many men, and the, like the last one was seventeen years old, <laughs> and she's she's like yeah whatever she 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 both of them are uh, dis discontent in their life, and mm. that's what makes him that makes them properly match. And I love I love uh, one of the action interactions with the fade and weep uh, shrink, and one. Uh, Pierce Brosnan explains what what he did, and she laughs at him. Like, oh my God, you're screwed. Because both are you. So if she's anything like you, she's like, I don't know what she says, but basically, you guys are gonna like because of your. You guys are perfectly matched, but because you're such, you're kind of conniving, uh, not uncaring, but untrustworthy, uncare. Not uh, uh, you're gonna get bored too. You get bored too easily. You need to 
go just off the cuff all the time and and she 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 kind of chastises and mocks him and Brosnan looks like pissed off like he got his bond face for a second i'm like yeah. oh it's bond it's bond yeah. <laughs> like i i i had i've fun at times like it's it's not a very particularly like action oriented but it's a, it's a decent drama i find yeah it's fun look it's it's cotton candy you know it's a movie do you got a girl you like You got a, go- a bottle of wine. Great date movie. It's a great, great date movie. Great date movie. I'm keeping that one on the list. Uh, it's like, oh, do you want to watch a movie? Oh, do you like James Bond? Yeah, I do. Uh, about the Thomas Crown Affair. Yeah. Oh, you don't even have to like James. There's nothing to do. Well, nothing. You know, no, but well I'm, I'm saying, you know, but it's like, you know, you and I, people know that we love Bond movies. And, you know, do you want to watch a movie that stars James Bond? He's not playing James Bond. It's a, actually not an action movie, a stupid action movie. It's a solid drama. Watch a Thomas Grand Affair, and it's, and he plays a likable character, which I, I compare to because I've seen <laughs> the Tale of Panama. He's not likable oh. at all in that movie. He's not a nice person. <laughs> I want to talk about that movie, but not on this oh, we show. We will. We will. We will. But yeah, so it won't be the only Brosnan detour. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, oh, Brosnan. Yeah, we were calling this the Brosnan detour. Calling the Thomas Grand Affair. Sure, no problem, man. We we already did like Batman detour or Gotham City detour, so it's always we take a little. Detour. We'll come back. It's a, it's a detour. When you take a detour, you come back to the road yeah. you were expecting to take. We're just whoop, the, you know. But but I love the Brosnan detour. Yeah. I didn't it needs to be. It's it it is the same thing as the Batman detour, but it's just I didn't think about but it. But we can use that as like the recurring name yeah. of these things, you know. Just anyways. Oh, no, I it's it's very enjoyable. I I I don't have that much to say. Oh, uh, the score very good. Very Bill good. Conti, uh, who, who did the score for uh, for your eyes only, um, I like it. But the opening like sequence with the TV, it felt really. It didn't feel out of place, but it felt. It didn't feel like Bill Conti. It just I was just like mm. I liked it, but I'm like this is really weird. That's when I googled the the the, the composer, and then when I found out that it was Bill Conti, I'm like, oh, it makes for, to me it made perfect sense that he has. An always an unexpected style. His Bond team, his Bond soundtrack is really particular. It's not necessarily the what you expect. It's very 70s, 80s. It, but it's 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 one of the better ones. I you know I recently bought the album and it's it's just one of the the not my favorite, but you know to me they're all great. But this is a memorable one. Also, yeah, it's really good. And then the little solo piano which is sort of the theme of the movie because that little piece comes back a few times and there's a the song by i think it's nina something like it's a the the, the song that he, he, they play uh when he's doing he's putting the painting back oh, oh that's awesome we haven't talking about that sequence that's a great sequence it is he, good it is good it is my favorite sequence speaking in the, of people that speaking of someone that has people everywhere because <laughs> <laughs> Like he tells the Rene Russo character he's gonna bring the painting back at this time, at this place, and he shows up with a bowler hat and a attaché case. So everyone thinks he's got the, the painting in the attaché case, but there's other people that are dressed the same. So they have this huge choreography. And that's actually an an allusion. I can't remember to a painting. Yeah, it's the, uh, the apple covering the face and the top hat. The mother man, I think. I don't. I don't yeah. Some uh, people, which he's a big fan of. So. 
Like, he has a reproduction of his own. Yeah, yeah. So they, 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 and you realize uh, that the painting, like, is they trigger the, uh, the the smoke alarm, and all the paintings get covered. But because they he placed like um, a different uh, he, he, frame. No, no, but no, well, yeah, he, he, he loaned a painting previously uh, to the museum as a replacement for the one that was stolen. Um, he loaned that painting, but oh, really? <laughs> Well, Tell me more. And he put when the the the, the security system uh, gets triggered, uh, the, the the door that closes around that painting is uh, jammed it, jammed by his pencil from with his company's name, which I found adorable. It's kind of like Batman putting bat signals everywhere. Uh, so uh, the, the the painting is exposed to the splinter system, which reveals that it's a painting. And I googled, and that painting. Is actually an oil painting. It's like yeah, I have to verify if that's possible. So yeah, pro logically the painting would be the paint would be removed by the water just trickling because the oil and water don't mix. And yeah, I was like, um, but there uh, there's another painting which I think uh, Rennie Russo character made multiple illusions that uh, she actually liked that painting. If I got Yes, and then they sort of all turn around, and the other painting's like not there anymore. And that was it's never point. really explained how he did it for that for nope. that painting. But you don't care anymore. No, at that point, it's oh, if you start asking questions, and there's like thirty seconds left in the movie, it's like then this movie wasn't for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's not when you start asking questions. Yeah. At that point, you're just along for the ride. As as I was, and great little ending scene in the airport, which no. God, this didn't work out. Don't cry, laddie. He like, puts on the Irish accent there. And, uh, uh, right. On the subtitle, because I had the subtitle on, it said Scottish accent. Actually. Oh, Scottish. I'm yeah. oh, sorry about that. But I like before that, because she's going back to London. Uh, but before that, she goes, he, he told her that he'd meet her at the, that, uh, a certain heliport, and she shows up and he's gone. And he, uh, some dude uh, is there wearing the... Uh, one of his accomplices. Yeah, one of his accomplices. Uh, and he gives her the painting that was standing in. This is the painting that she she actually really liked, and she's bring sending it back to the police. And she's going on her trip, and she looks miserable. She looks like the saddest. And part of me, and I've read online, apparently the original uh, the version ends up with them like she she doesn't join him uh, on his uh, retreat. Really? But you've seen it, isn't it? Doesn't it end, is does it end the, the same? Oh. Oh, the, I thought you were saying the original like script of this. Oh version. no 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 no! I'm okay. talking about the. Re I don't the remember how it ends. Okay, because that's what I read online. So apparently, that ending is not memorable. But I kind of, you know, I, at first I'm like, oh, that that's that would probably be super cool. But it's so sweet when there and she she's she's angry and then like she fights him and she she starts kissing and it's like if you do that again, I'll break both your legs. I'm like. Yeah. They're made for each other. Well, they've had such good chemistry throughout this whole movie. You almost, like, you can't end that movie with them not together. They, they, they gelled. They met. They, they mesh too well. That's why together. I don't want a sequel to that movie. I'm like, why would you want a sequel? This is perfect. Yeah, I don't, this don't is mess with a good thing. A good solid adult. I wouldn't say thriller, a drama, but with... It's a romance. Yeah, I, romance. For me, it's a romance. It's not a heist movie. There's one heist at the start and a non-heist at the end. Well, that's true. There is a heist at the end. But. It's a heist still, but it's just, it's, 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 it's a fun movie, but it, it's not meant for kids. Like I, I, 
I get it why they marketed the, this movie this way because it's Pierce Bond in the 90s. It's a big act. Like, the same it, year a James Bond movie was coming out. But it's not a James Bond movie. No, not at all. But he's, fuck, damn, easy, well-dressed in that movie. I have to mention, great. like his outfits, all his outfits, I'm like, I'm, Honestly, I'm taking notes. That's a gorgeous one. Yeah, uh, that's great. That's great, wonderful, wonderful. I, w- I want to wear that. I want to wear that. Like so that man is made to wear suits. Yeah, he's great. Just perfect. <sighs> I think we're done. I think we are done. Kind of like a little bit Red October style. We. It's, yeah. it's a shorter one. It's a shorter one, but you know, it's it's we don't know this movie inside. inside it's a, out, you inside. know, we're sharing our feelings and thoughts, and honestly, it's just fun to talk about Brosnan as a, an actor. Uh, I mean, he's been in other movies but i feel like in the 90s was probably the, the the decade that used them the best i think that's the decade they looked the best peak pierce yeah peak pierce is in the 90s 90s pierce like there's no there's that movie no movie i i, I wouldn't put it high on the priority list but i would love to revisit um dante's inferno i don't think i've ever seen that uh, it's it's one of those disaster movie i would actually like and there's one they made before bond call i think it's called the detonator where he's uh He's um, a cop, but he's also the per, the, the the bond diffuser guy, and the I, bond diffuser. The bond diffuser. Oh, the <laughs> the bomb diffuser. <laughs> I I, I up there. Um, our live wire, I think, is called. Maybe um, that's an obscure. Well, we definitely have to get to Taylor Panov. Oh, Taylor, Taylor Panov, which is an espionage film, so that would make more sense that we would go no, to Taylor. That, that's high on the priority list because I've already seen it, and I, it, it's it was my second time, and I need to watch it a third time for the recording whenever we decide we 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 are covering this this movie. Um, but I, that's also uh, I think that's also 1999. That's 1998. 1998. Okay, so the year before. Just a movie he made between, like he made two movies between uh, The Wars of the F and uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Hmm. Man, that is a hell of a stretch. Tomorrow Never Dies, Taylor of Panama, Thomas Crown Affair. I might be mistaken. It might not be in 1990, but it's... It's, it's, it's late in, 90s. Yeah, it's late 90s, a limit early 2000, but I think it's 1998. Um, and that's going to be an interesting recording whenever we cover that. Cause I've seen that I one. I already have notes, and th- there's some... Um, great great stuff in that movie oh absolutely well it's it's a very twisty turvy film too i mean it's we'll yeah. keep it for that yeah, episode because now time. edgar 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 you gotta tell me do we have people <laughs> everywhere we do have people everywhere i can confirm i can confirm por ejemplo www.jamesboundcomplex.com Y también el pajín, la página Facebook, uh, the James Bond Complex, there's Twitter. It's the only trilingual podcast ever. <laughs> Tres idiomas, inglés, francés, español. <laughs> and you got uh, Twitter, at the Bond Complex, there's uh, YouTube. Yeah, that's still a uh, work in progress, but mm. we're slowly adding more material. I need to add a bunch of episodes. Um, Well, you're a little busy. Well, mm. you should you could tell me how to add the episodes. When oh, I, but it's, uh, I have a sense I have maybe a little bit more free time than you recently, anyways. A little bit more. I, you know, I would need to teach you. So that's uh, it's still a work in progress. Um, it's not going anywhere, but yeah, it's not as complete as I wish it could be. But we're gonna work on it. Mm. Uh, there's uh, well, Anchor.fm, of course. That's the home base. That's HQ. That's our MI6 kind of. Um, although ours doesn't blow up. No, never. 
where else are we? Uh, well, Google Play. Mm-hmm. Google Play. And of course, iTunes. Uh, I like, I'm a big, big fan of a healthy lifestyle. I like apples. I'm an apple man. Yeah, so I, I go know. to iTunes. Oh. So map. search for the James Bond complex, uh, subscribe, uh, write a review, preferably positive. If you can find it in your hearts, make it positive and leave uh, a five star glowing golden gun review. I've had trouble with that all day. Maybe I'm not saying it right now. I used to say it differently before. Golden, golden, five star, golden eye. Five star, a, a five star golden gun review. Gold finger. I think my brain's been fingered. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're on Instagram. We're, yeah. we're, we're done with Twitter with you. Where, where are you on Instagram? I'm uh, on Instagram at MattoClair007. I'm also barely on Twitter at MattoClair. But if you want to follow me on my Bond25 fitness challenge, your best bet is my Instagram account. Mm. I am on uh, Twitter at double O pop, uh, double underscore OH underscore pop, because I'm popular. <laughs> <laughs> Just as James Bond always returns. Although we didn't meet up with James this week. No. <laughs> he will be back. No. Uh, so next t- next week, uh, next episode, if I'm timing this correctly. Do you want me to tell the people or are we keeping it under? Because it's sort of another in-between episode. But this is a little bit... It's sort a of a different. sequel to an episode we did a, a long time ago now. Mm. We could call it the Bond Expansion Volume 2, but I'm we not going to call it that. We could. It's going to be ours, you and I individually, Bond 26. We're getting creative. We're going to uh, conceive. We could, both, both of us took notes, sort of conceived a version <laughs> of what a Bond 26 movie would be, could be. Uh, I recast... Well, you, you proposed... To recast the entire supporting cast, James Bond, Am, everyone. So I more or less did the same thing. I'm like, okay, I, I would be fine with uh, everyone that's currently at play, but let's let's recast everyone. Let's clean the the house. So I, I did that. Um, so yeah, um, I've, <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting episode. I, I'm gonna enjoy saying this: the James Bond complex will return with Bond 26. Toujours un plaisir. Merci. À la prochaine. Au revoir. Bleeding